In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Beloved in the Lord, let us draw near with a true heart and confess our sins unto God our Father, beseeching him in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to grant us forgiveness. Our help is in the name of the Lord. I said, I will confess my transgressions unto the Lord. And you forgave the iniquity of my sin. Almighty God, our Maker and Redeemer, we poor sinners confess unto you that we are by nature sinful and unclean, and that we have sinned against you by thought, word, and deed. Wherefore, we flee for refuge to your infinite mercy, seeking and imploring your grace for the sake of our Lord Jesus Christ. O most merciful God, who has given your only begotten Son to die for us, have mercy upon us, and for his sake, Grant us remission of all our sins, and by your Holy Spirit, increase in us true knowledge of you and of your will, and true obedience to your word, to the end that by your grace we may come to everlasting life. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, has had mercy upon us and has given his only Son to die for us and for his sake forgives us all our sins. To those who believe on his name, he gives power to become the children of God and has promised them his Holy Spirit. He that believes and is baptized shall be saved. Grant this, Lord, unto us all.
to God on high. Almighty and everlasting God, mercifully look upon our infirmities and stretch forth the hand of your majesty to heal and defend us. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. The Old Testament reading for the third Sunday after the Epiphany of our Lord is recorded in 2 Kings chapter 5. Now Naaman, commander of the army of the king of Syria, was a great and honorable man in the eyes of his master, because by him the Lord had given victory to Syria. He was also a mighty man of valor, but a leper. And the Syrians had gone out on raids and had brought back captive a young girl from the land of Israel. She waited on Naaman's wife. Then she said to her mistress, If only my master were with the prophet who is in Samaria, for he would heal him of his leprosy. And Naaman went in and told his master, saying, Thus and thus said the girl who is from the land of Israel. Then the king of Syria said, Go now, and I will send a letter to the king of Israel. So Naaman departed 
and took with him ten talents of silver, six thousand shekels of gold, and ten changes of clothing. Then he brought the letter to the king of Israel, which said, Now be advised, when this letter comes to you, that I have sent Naaman my servant to you, that you may heal him of his leprosy. And it happened when the king of Israel read the letter, that he tore his clothes and said, Am I a god to kill and make alive, that this man sends a man to me to heal him of his leprosy? Therefore, please consider, and see how he seeks a quarrel with me. So it was. When Elisha, the man of God, heard that the king of Israel had torn his clothes, that he sent to the king, saying, Why have you torn your clothes? Please let him come to me, and he shall know that there is a prophet in Israel. Then Naaman went with his horses and chariot, and he stood at the door of Elisha's house. And Elisha sent a messenger to him, saying, Go and wash in the Jordan seven times, and your flesh shall be restored to you, and you shall be clean. But Naaman became furious, and he went away and said, Indeed, I said to myself, He will surely come out to me, and stand and call in the name of the Lord his God, and wave his hand over the place, and heal the leprosy. Are not the Abana and the Farpar, the rivers of Damascus, better than all the waters of Israel? Could I not wash in them and be clean? So he turned and went away in a rage. And his servants came near and spoke to him and said, My father, if the prophet had told you to do something great, would you not have done it? How much more then when he says to you, wash and be clean. So Naaman went down and dipped seven times in the Jordan, according to the saying of the man of God. And his flesh was restored like the flesh of a little child, and he was clean. And he returned to the man of God, he and all his aides, and came and stood before him, and he said, Indeed, now I know that there is no God in all the earth except in Israel. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
The epistle is recorded in St. Paul's letter to the Romans, chapter 1. First, I thank my God through Jesus Christ for you all, that your faith is spoken of throughout the whole world. For God is my witness, whom I serve with my spirit in the gospel of his Son, that without ceasing I make mention of you always in my prayers, making request if by some means now at last I may find a way in the will of God to come to you. For I long to see you, that I may impart to you some spiritual gift so that you may be established, that is, that I may be encouraged together with you by the mutual faith both of you and me. Now I do not want you to be unaware, brethren, that I often planned to come to you, but was hindered until now, that I might have some fruit among you also, just as among the other Gentiles. I am a debtor, both to Greeks and to barbarians, both to wise and to unwise. So as much as is in me, I am ready to preach the gospel to you who are in Rome also. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes, for the Jew first and also for the Greek. For in it the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. This is the word of the Lord. Gospel according to St. Matthew, the eighth chapter. Glory when he had come down from the mountain, great multitudes followed him. And behold, a leper came and worshiped him, saying, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Then Jesus put out his hand and touched him, saying, I am willing, be cleansed. Immediately his leprosy was cleansed. And Jesus said to him, See that you tell no one, but go your way. Show yourself to the priest and offer the gift that Moses commanded as a testimony to them. Now when Jesus had entered Capernaum, a centurion came to him, pleading with him, saying, Lord, my servant is lying at home, paralyzed, dreadfully tormented. And Jesus said to him, I will come and heal him. 
The centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that you should come under my roof, but only speak a word, and my servant will be healed. For I also am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. And I say this to one, go, and he goes, and to another, come, and he comes, and to my servant, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard it, he marveled and said to those who followed, Assuredly, I say to you, I have not found such great faith, not even in Israel. And I say to you that many will come from east and west and sit down with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. But the sons of the kingdom will be cast out into outer darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then Jesus said to the centurion, Go your way, and as you have believed, so let it be done for you. And his servant was healed that same hour. This is the gospel of the Lord. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of his Father before all worlds, God of God, light of light, very God of very God, begotten, not made, being of one substance with the Father, by whom all things were made, who for us men and for our salvation came down from heaven and was incarnate by the Holy Spirit of the Virgin Mary and was made man and was crucified also for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was buried. And the third day he rose again, according to the scriptures, and ascended into heaven, and sits at the right hand of the Father, and he will come again with glory to judge both the living and the dead, whose kingdom will have no end. And I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord and giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son together is worshipped and glorified, who spoke by the prophets. And I believe in one holy Christian and apostolic church. I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins, and I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen.
mercy and peace be to you from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ, whom he raised from the dead. Amen. Is your life threatened by anything? Is there any good in this life that you are worried you will lose? Is this something that causes you to question your faith? You don't wish it would be that way. You don't will it to be that way. And yet Jesus brings healing to these people today. The leper intones this of Jesus. He intones healing. He says, Lord, if you are willing, make me clean. In another way, the leper is saying, strengthen me with your word. And Jesus did. Jesus says he is willing, and Jesus cleanses the leprosy. But Jesus gives a warning also. He says, see that you tell no one. Why? It is so that the man, the leper, healed, cleansed, would show thanksgiving where it is due. The healing is not the final purpose of Jesus' manifest power. Jesus will go on to do a miracle even greater when he rises from the dead, having forgiven the sin, having healed all sinners. And so, like this leper, when you pray, our Father who art in heaven, and you pray, thy will be done, you are praying that God would strengthen and keep you firm in his word and faith until you die. Until you die, so that when you die, you would be raised again on the last day. Do not pray merely that God would heal, so that you can continue living on in your own plan and purpose. Instead, pray that God would strengthen you with faith, whether or not he brings you earthly healing. When you pray that God would strengthen you in his word and faith, you are referring to God's word. That's Jesus. God's word is Jesus. And when you say strengthen faith, you are also talking about that which Jesus gives you. In the scripture you just heard, try hearing the word faith to mean Jesus. The reading starts... For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. And then Paul ends with a quote from Habakkuk. The just shall live by, by Jesus. For it is Jesus who makes you just. And it is Jesus' righteousness that makes you righteous. And it is Jesus' resurrection that will bring you your own. Which will bring you the answer to the sickness of life to the questions you have about faith, because Jesus is the faith given to you. You should pray that God would keep you firm in it, in him, in Jesus, until you die. And he does. Well, did the leper fully understand what it meant to ask, thy will be done? And yet, Jesus cleanses him with a word. 
And it's really the same for the centurion as well, whose servant boy we don't even meet in this story. Jesus wishes for the boy to be healed, and the boy is healed. All that the centurion needs is the word of Jesus. The centurion believes, and Jesus wishes to heal the servant boy. How is such great faith possible? Well, it is a gift from God. The centurion gives orders to a hundred men. You might think the word century, centurion. And yet he is still receiving orders from a higher rank, for he is a man under authority. And he recognizes the same of Jesus. Jesus is ordered over all the earth, not over a hundred, but thousands of thousands. Yet Jesus is still submissive to our Father in heaven. The centurion knows that when he, the centurion, speaks, that his words cause action in his soldiers. He says to one, go, and he goes. He says to another, do, and it is done. How much more do the words of Jesus cause action? And so the centurion says, Lord, I am not worthy that you should come under my roof, but only speak a word, and my servant will be healed. Is this a great confession of faith? It's a confession of Jesus, of what his words do. And it's given to him by Jesus to confess. You see, the Father's word is effective, for in beginning the word himself creates heaven and earth. And in the Exodus, the word separated the waves of the Red Sea to deliver them through water from death, from suffering and the sadness of Egyptian slavery. And the same word proclaimed the sweet gospel to this centurion when he says, Go your way, and as you have believed, so let it be done for you. When Jesus heals, he makes apparent the manifest direction of his miracles. That's where he's headed. Jesus gives you life when he gives you faith, that by faith you would have life abundantly in heaven. The prolonged life of, say, a leper, or of a sick boy, or of someone you know in a nursing home, is certainly a joy and blessing. It is a gift. And we should and can pray for it. But just as the leper received the warning, we ought not to let our desire for health, or for purity, or for some other earthly thing to get in the way of the beauty of the gospel. The powers of earth are just temporary, but the gospel of Christ is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes, for everyone who has received, received the gift of holy baptism. For in it the righteousness of God is revealed. The just shall live by faith. Paul's epistle that you heard, and you might think of it as really a sermon, includes first, the first thing, a thanksgiving, a thanksgiving, given to the right place. It is a prayer of thanks for the faith given to Paul's hearers. 
for the faith, that's for the Jesus, that the church in Rome has already received. Paul believed just as the centurion did, not as a work of his own doing, but as a gift of faith given to him for salvation. And Paul was sent as an apostle by someone of a higher ranking order, someone superior, sent by Jesus, Jesus acting under the Father's authority. See, God has put his Holy Spirit on men whom he sends to preach and teach, men under authority. The pastor forgives sin and baptizes in Christ's said and by his authority. When you hear, I baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, you are hearing the word of Christ in and with the water, under the authority of the Father. Just as the Lord's servant, Elisha, under authority of God, tells Naaman to be cleansed, the Lord's pastor tells you that you are washed and that you are cleansed in holy baptism. You are washed clean in the blood of the Lamb, and it's delivered by the Holy Spirit's gift of faith. What an interesting story. Very interesting if you heard that God himself marveled at the centurion's words. Yet Jesus marvels at the faith of the centurion, which he himself gave to the centurion. And he marvels at the same faith given to you. It is the Father's will that you are healed by the word of Jesus. While there is great suffering here on earth, there is pain and sadness, and your life is threatened by sickness, by calamity, by unwellness, perhaps not leprosy, but there are certainly other sicknesses. Well, some are healed, and some are not. But you may marvel at this, that you are given faith. That Jesus, under his authority, your pain and your sickness are not yours forever, but Jesus' righteousness, his cleansing blood is yours forever. You will have a definite end in heaven, and you will have a perfect, healthy body on the last day in the new heaven and the new earth. For Jesus, too, prayed, Our Father in heaven, thy will be done. He said, Let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. Jesus drank the cup of pain and suffering, the cup that belonged to the whole world that belonged to you. He took on all sickness, leprosy, evil disease, all sin and suffering that you encounter. And he took it upon himself. And, and then the good and gracious will of God was finished. For Jesus broke every evil plan and purpose of the devil, the world, and our, and your sinful nature. And now Jesus strengthens you, and he keeps you firm in his word and faith. It is the Father's will that you are healed by the word of Jesus. 
You certainly will not be cast into outer darkness with all that gnashing and weeping. No. On the last day, you will hear, as you do now, the word of Jesus. Go your way, and as you have believed, so let it be done for you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Let us pray for the whole Church of God in Christ Jesus and for all people according to their needs. Especially today, we remember John Leiter, who is um, returned home from the hospital, but whose days upon this earth are drawing to a close. We also amend our prayers from the congregation at prayer. Reverend Dwayne Schneider, for whom we have been praying, uh, died yesterday, and we remember him and give thanks also for his faithful service in the church. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, bless your holy church throughout the world, that she would rejoice in you with a thankful heart. Strengthen your church so that she would not be ashamed of the gospel, but confess it, preach it, and cling to it as your power for salvation to everyone who believes. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Lord God, bless the congregations of our synod, that they would be faithful to your word and motivated by your love and compassion in all that they do. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our most merciful God and Father, we give thanks to you that your Son took up our infirmities and carried our sorrows, cleansing the leper and restoring health by a word of grace and absolution. Grant us ever to hear this word and to yearn for the blessings of salvation that only come from our Savior's hand. Lord, in your mercy. We thank you, dear Father, for the gift of holy baptism by which you heal the corruption of our sinful nature and save us by Christ's power. With your great word and name, plain water becomes a life-giving stream. We give thanks to you and pray your blessing, protection, and preservation upon Beth Berenger, Chloe Kenyon, Jody LeGros, Bob Girach, and Mackenzie Dine celebrating baptismal birthdays this week. 
Do not let them or us forget our baptism, nor withhold it from our children, but treasure our baptism as Christ's trustworthy promise and arise daily in contrition and repentance to newborn life cleansed by your grace, Lord, in your mercy. Heavenly Father, we give thanks to you for the gift of holy matrimony, and we pray your blessing upon Larry and Tammy Haga celebrating a wedding anniversary this week, that their faith may be rooted and grounded in the promise of Christ their Savior, so that they remain faithful to each other all the days of their lives. Lord, in your mercy. Heavenly Father, you have raised up civil authorities over your people, including Joseph, our president, Tony, our governor, and all who make, administer, and judge our laws. Grant that they would serve with integrity and honor, having the welfare of all in mind. We cry out to you this day for the scourge of violence that has recently afflicted the cities of our nation, mass shootings, horrendous grief and suffering. Uphold those who have lost loved ones in the scourge of death and grant that your church may reach out with the one thing needful, the gospel of Christ and the promise of his resurrection and hope and mercy to those who are aggrieved. Lord, in your mercy. God of all comfort, look with compassion on the sick and suffering especially Jan Wallen, returned home from the hospital and recovering. Cindy Hertz, Mark Schneider, and Mark Gretzinger, all recovering from surgery. Sarah Melendek in rehabilitation following a stroke. Mike Ferguson, Peyton Locklear, Jamelin Martin, Kathy Miller and Heather Peters and Josiah Berenger, all in treatment for cancer. And your servant, Reverend John Leiter, whose life is drawing to a close. Uphold them all with your grace, that they would know your peace and receive healing and renewed physical strength according to your will. Lord, in your mercy. Lord Jesus, great shepherd of your flock, it has pleased you to call Reverend Schneider a pastor to your people into your glorious presence. We thank and praise you for all the blessings and mercy you bestowed on your departed servant, especially for the years you permitted him to be your under-shepherd. We praise you for having kept him faithful in the face of trials and difficulties, for having given success to your word which he proclaimed, for having built your temple in the hearts of many through his ministry, and for having given him a blessed death and reception into the kingdom of your glory in heaven. Comfort all who mourn his departure and help us gratefully to remember all who have spoken the word of God to us as we await our joyful reunion in heaven and the glorious resurrection on the last day where you live and reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Holy God, as we approach your altar to receive Christ's very body and blood, give us humility and faith to confess with the centurion that though we are unworthy to have your son come under our roof, nevertheless, at his word, we shall be healed. Lord, in your mercy. All these petitions and whatever else you see that we need, grant us, dear Father, for the sake of your son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, 
who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. The Lord be with you. unto the Lord our God. Is this right, so it is truly meet, right, and salutary that we should at all times and in all places give thanks to you, Holy Lord, Almighty Father, everlasting God, through Jesus Christ our Lord. For what had been hidden from before the foundation of the world, you have made known to the nations in your Son, in him being found in the substance of our mortal nature, you have manifested the fullness of your glory. Therefore, with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name, evermore praising you and saying, trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Our Lord Jesus Christ, on the night when he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it, and gave it to the disciples, and said, Take Eat. This is my body, which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. In the same way also he took the cup after supper, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink of it, all of you. This cup is the New Testament in my blood, 
which is shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. The peace of the Lord be with you always. body and blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, strengthen and preserve you body and soul in the true faith unto life everlasting. Depart in peace.
all give thanks unto the Lord for his good. Let us pray. O God the Father, the fountain and source of all goodness, who in loving kindness sent your only begotten Son into the flesh, we thank you that for his sake you have given us pardon and peace in this sacrament. And we ask you not to forsake your children, but always to rule our hearts and minds by your Holy Spirit, that we may be enabled constantly to serve you. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Bless we the Lord. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Amen.